<laughs> Attenzione, pickpocket! Pickpocket! Attenzione, pickpocket! What's up, everybody? My name is Cam, and I'm your host for the Big Yikes podcast. Literally, just a disclaimer because we are recording this on my main level, and my AC is louder than little. Yeah. <laughs> So if you can hear it, no, you can't because I still only have one mic and there are three of us here today and we are still on a budget. So if you want to contribute, ask for my Venmo. Anyway, Big Yikes Nation, I have two very special, very special. Yeah, that's right. Very special guests. I was like, wait, with me, um, study abroad, my BFFs, McKellen Bree. Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> How y'all doing today? <laughs> Miss you. <laughs> <laughs> missed you um if you guys didn't know all three of us were roommates for all five weeks <laughs> we, like shared rooms like shared very personal space with each other so i'm just gonna hand it over to michael introduce you've been on before michael's been on before but yeah i've been on before but now i'm returned from europe so it's different right. um i'm a different person different vibe um anyway Everything about me is different, but you have to DM me and get to know me. A, have to go on study abroad to be different. <laughs> yeah. When I was in London, I did. Da, 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 da. Oh my gosh, wait. Do you guys do that here in America? Like you're not from America. <laughs> Literally me. Introduce yourself, Brie. You can take the mic. I don't want to hold it. Um, I don't even know what to say. Hi, everyone. My name's Bree. If you didn't know, you should know. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm 20 now because we saw Harry in London for my 20th birthday. Um, yeah, I'm literally so excited to be on this podcast, but that's yeah i'm not really interesting so <laughs> there's that <laughs> um i did put it out there just ask people like some questions so we're just gonna go through like our study abroad um our experiences some funny stories to share with the people we can't talk about all the tea because we can't like some of it's got to be confidential what stays in london stays in london yeah what stays in london yeah literally what stays in london stays in london so what happens yeah kill myself okay <laughs> Um, so someone asked, and I'll just be very transparent, how much study abroad costed? Oh, yeah, a pretty penny, a pretty penny. I will first say, like, the program itself, like, the credits and, like, the housing and the shows was, it was 3000 Is that right? It was almost 4000 just for the program, yeah. and then you had to pay for your tuition. Yeah. And then on top of this, so tuition, flights, not um, transportation. Let me add grocery. So it's not as glamorous. I'm like, because I thought, like, I looked at the price and I was like, okay. Like, and then I'm spending a lot more. So, and there are, are scholarships available. So, but if you want to go, just know it's going to be a pretty penny. Yeah. We, our program, just because you've used a small school that doesn't have a lot of funding for study abroad, we did not, we paid for a lot of it out of pocket. So, yeah, food. Um, all of our, like, tube passes, bus passes, like, trains, we paid for all of it. Yeah. 
so i feel like i literally walked in there being like yeah like same like oh my gosh like it's not that bad like okay soleil this is gonna be fun and i was like oh i gotta play for my flight which is like another like 1500 1800 and then also like the transportation that like honestly i mean public transportation is awesome but like while being there since we did so many different things like in a day it like was starting to rack up like the prices of like having to fill your oyster card and like things like that so by the end of it i was like thank you jesus that i had 50 dollars to my name and i was like woo came home with $50 in my pocket <laughs> instead of zero. So yeah, but it was a lot. Why, was is a lot. That, why is that literally me? Like I came home with like a hundred dollars no, and I did have to pay for my bag on the way back. You did. Oh. And that, let's talk, let's talk about Mikkel's bag being overweight before we even got to the different country. You're like 53 pounds. Um, you know, it's okay. We'll give you some leeway. She tells us that and we're like, girl we're like 53 we're like girl how are you gonna take all of that back and knowing that we were gonna yeah and then i bought a bunch of stuff i can can include the tiktok of mikkel's literal gift haul it is four minutes long um mikkel tell the people how many pairs of shoes you brought on our study abroad (laughs) okay so i did bring like six and then i bought two there so I did have eight pairs of shoes. <laughs> I was, I was with my Adidas, my sandals, and my New Balances. I was rocking with that. I also one of the pairs of shoes I bought was a pair of Doc Martens. So they were very heavy. Literally, I got to Heathrow Airport. I'm like ready to like no. I they were in my suitcase. They were in my suitcase, and I was like our friend Amanda had two checked bags so I like split my stuff up I thought I was gonna be like pretty okay and we get to it and she's like so you are like 10 pounds over and I was like it was so much she's like so you can take stuff out like if you want I'm like how am I gonna take 10 pounds out of like be so for real anyway you could have put in my bag I just was like it was already packed and I was like I know one's touching it no yeah but um we get to london and my mentality is like we stay away because we get there at like we get there like they're there at 3 p.m around three and i was like hey brie we're gonna drop off our stuff we're gonna go grocery shopping we're gonna like stay up and try to keep mikhail up and she just (laughs) taking a nap no when i tell you that day of travel like (laughs) i think there's pictures that our professor took of us in the airport i didn't sleep on the plane And then they're like, okay, we're going to take all of our... And for those who have been to Europe, you know it's so embarrassing to drag your suitcases on the pavement, on, like, to get to... Yeah, disgusting. And that's what we had to do through the tube. We had to lift our suitcases upstairs on the tube. 25 of us were all lugging our luggages (laughs) up flights of stairs. And we're like, is everyone okay? I'm like, no, girl. People are trying to get past us. I'm like, this is literally the most humiliating thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life. It's not even European suitcases. It's American big ass suitcase size. Like, we're we're hauling ass. And then they're like, oh, okay, like we get out of the station. It's like, okay, yeah, it's just like a couple blocks down. 15 minute walk later, we're finally <laughs> uphill. at, yeah, uphill. <laughs> uphill. at the apartment. I'm like, girl, that was 
15 minutes. I'm sweating. I was like, my three months of not exercising all recovered from that moment. Like, honestly. Never more humbled than in the scenario where we're all carrying our bags. There's only like, yeah, three or four times where I was like this. If I see, like, I'm third body experiencing this, like, out of body experiencing, like, watching myself. And I'm embarrassed for myself because that is that is terrible but brie what were your thoughts you're like you'd been to london before we we settle in how were you feeling it was so exciting i mean we were really really like blessed honestly to stay in a fancy neighborhood that was like so clean so safe like there were a lot of like fun things to do kind of i guess but it was so exciting because like when i went with my family like i was a little bit younger so i guess it wasn't like it was a lot of like visiting all like the very touristy stuff, which I mean, like we did as a group, but it's like with my family, that's like all I really remember. Whereas like here we were able to like go and explore, go to the park, walk around, like try different restaurants, like do all of that. Well, I feel like it was just different than when I was with my family. Cause it was just like Buckingham palace, big Ben, London, Eye, like all that stuff where here I was like more relaxed and had more time to kind of, explore but I was excited I was like I got a room with you guys which was nice because I was scared to see who I was gonna room with but yeah that was my experience I was gonna say yeah it was a blessing to like they asked us in a survey like do you know anybody do you have like you know inquire on who you want to room with and I was like immediately Brie McKell Brie McKell like please let us like room together because I love them and I'm like I don't really want I don't know. Like, it'd be fine if I shared with someone random, but I was just like, I'd be more comfortable. But I think it's crazy how that worked out because we had our own room. Like, our, apparently everyone saw our room and they were like, this is so nice because everyone had bunk beds. Like, yeah. Shower and, like, bathroom, like, outside of, like, their room. It was giving, like, those weird, like, hotels that it's, like, one door. But then there's, like, two rooms, like, inside of it. And it's, like, they have their room room and then they have, like... They had to go out of their room to, like, go to their shower and their bathroom. Whereas, like, us, we just had everything, like, in our room. And we were, like, nice and secluded because we were, like, away from everyone. We were, like, tucked away. But the staff bathroom. But you know what? (laughs) It was fine. It was giving. We would hear so many different things throughout the day. And it was exciting. It kept it fun. It kept it fresh. It kept it... (laughs) It kept it exciting. So... I liked our spot. Oh, our spot was far superior than all the other. We didn't have to go upstairs at all to get to oh, our yeah. place. We were right <laughs> down the hall from the upstairs. from the kitchen. <laughs> um, but we were by the staff. Like, the staff bathroom was literally, like, right shared right a wall right with yeah. us. Yeah. So that was yeah. fun. It was crazy. <laughs> it was, like, in our bathroom, you could hear everything that, like, happened in the staff yeah, bathroom. Was... Someone, I'm so glad I did not hear someone take a shit. Because I... <laughs> I'm sure, like, if someone had an explosive moment, but, like, guaranteed, there's, like, a emergency, in quotation, like, emergency toilets downstairs with, like, the classrooms and stuff. So if any of us had to, like, poop and could hold it, we would literally go downstairs because we're, like, we're not going to poop in our bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we no, would just the wait. emergency bathroom was home. It was. <laughs> it was. It was home base. No, the emergency toilet, like, when our shower leaked, they were, like, yeah. you're going to have to shower downstairs. And me and Brie were, like, okay. <laughs> Even then, like, sometimes when one of us was, like, in the shower, then, like, the other one 
would just go downstairs to like go shower use the toilet but yeah that downstairs emergency shower was everything because it was so quiet it was just us downstairs besides when the light literally would like turn off and you'd be like waving your hands up in the sky being like sensor like turn on turn on (laughs) i literally once had a girl i swear to you i was like queen i literally am saying like someone's in here i said it like three times and she kept like trying to open the door and like knocking and i was like someone's in here someone's in here no it wasn't but i have a worse story (laughs) because when we went to when we went to while we're on the topic of bathrooms (laughs) um i don't think did i tell you guys the full story well i'm about to okay so disclaimer in europe well in uk i don't know if all of europe's like this in the uk the water in the toilet is very low starting that's what i want to preface with yeah i want to preface with that and so the water's very low and then when you flush it like that's when all the water comes it's actually very smart it's actually very smart it's a lot smarter yeah it's very smart anyway so we're at oxford you guys know prestigious oxford i had to go to the bathroom so bad like i had to poop and i was like <laughs> we stop <laughs> Big poop. Anyways, <laughs> we, we stop at this place to eat. It's Sue. And I'm like, I gotta go. So I went to their, they had like a single bathroom, which was so nice. I was so happy. But the door didn't lock. The door didn't lock to the bathroom. And I didn't know that. Like, I thought it locked because I like twisted the thing. And this lady started coming in and like, I was like, someone's in here, someone's in here, someone's in here. And I kept saying it, and she just kept opening the door. All of a sudden, she's standing there. She's full standing there. And I'm like up. I pulled my pants up. And like, what I didn't realize is my phone fell into the toilet. Because it was in my pocket. Attention, epic pocket. Like, this lady was still... This lady was still standing there confused. She's like, what? I'm like, girl, I'm holding my pants. I was like, I was like, I am literally holding my pants. And she's like, okay, okay. And then finally she shut the door. And so I got myself cleaned up, got my phone, whatever. And the reason I mentioned the water's low. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like sanitized my phone and so i and then i came out of the restroom and of course she's standing there and we just have to like be in the restaurant together and i come out and i'm like the worst thing just happened and i did not tell the whole story because i was so embarrassed and so that was my european bathroom story um it was literally horrible um people there do not listen when you say someone is in the bathroom no no they do not Wait, what? You tried to ask for the check. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Literally. Okay, also another thing. And I'm only saying this. I don't want to sell it because I'm like, oh, in the the UK and London. But I'm like, no, for real. In like in a different country, in America, they will rush you. Like you're at a restaurant and they're like, here's the bill. Get out. The UK, we found this out the hard way because the first night we were there, we're like, why didn't they brought us the check yet like we've been waiting here for like a hot minute you have to ask like they ask you if you have a reservation because they do not want to rush you so we're (laughs) we're in scotland and we go to this cute little 
Scotland, Scotland, oh my gosh, a whole other episode for it because I'm so scared. We're at this Italian restaurant and we're like trying to get the waiter's attention to give us a check. So that, who asked first? It, no, no one asked. No one asked. We were like we scared were to ask. And then finally, Mikkel was like, fine, I'll ask. And so then you want to say, I can't. <laughs> I wish I had a video, guys. I'm so sorry. I don't have a camera yet, but she like goes to. <laughs> She like goes to him and she's like, "Hi." He was walking like towards our table, and Mikkel was like, like facing him as he was walking away. So she like looks at him and goes, "Hi," and he just completely just walks right past, does not even look over, like not even like you know like when waiters are like, oh, they kind of like hesitate, like oh, oh, sorry, you know, no, it was just like kept walking, like didn't hear a thing, and we just died because she was like fine i'll do it and she like got all prepared to like be like hi and then asked me that's so funny that's the thing with i feel like um while we were there i feel like the waiters really pay attention to the people who buy alcohol because like they want you to refill your alcohol and like because it's it's gonna rack up your bill and we never got alcohol number one because we're poor and (laughs) two of us don't drink but like we never got alcohol we were always like soda girlies and my and so i feel like especially at the it was an italian place and he just completely ignored my existence and you know what i've never been more humbled (laughs) so it was so funny hi (laughs) laughing for like 10 minutes and i think he like knew something happened because we all were just like dying at the table (laughs) and he was like looking over at us like are you guys okay like whatever and then finally we like yeah we finally i didn't even get it no brie got it i I literally was like excuse me can we get the bill and he's like oh yeah of course like whatever and i was like i'm like let's not forget fire away pizza man okay the bane of my existence there's this little pizza place that's down the street from where we were staying and we're like okay we'll go get this pizza it's takeaway like we'll just get it and take it home Mikkel goes to order. She builds her own pizza. Man looks pissed. I'm not going to lie. You ordered me. He was just like, looked like he wanted to die. I order my I pizza. He was fine. <laughs> I felt bad ordering. Like, uh, like, I really did. He hated me. So I order my pizza. It's fine. <laughs> Baby is debris. Goes up to order our little angel queen. You want me to say? Okay. So I like go up and I'm like, hi, how are you? He's like, good. How are you? And it's like, I'm going to do like my build, my own, like whatever. And I start saying this. And then I was like, oh, actually, like, could I add this cheese? And he's like, yes, of course, darling, like, all this stuff. And then I was like, okay, perfect. And then he was like, oh, are you done? And then I was like, uh, I was looking at the menu for a second, and then I was like, actually, can I add one more thing? And he was like, yeah, anything for you, like, all this stuff. And I was like, oh, this man is so sweet. Like, I love you. But it was just so funny how his, like, whole, like, vibe just completely shifted, because it was, like, you, and then Mikkel, and then me, like, it wasn't, like, I waited, but it was literally, like, complete, like, vibe shift, but it was so funny, and I love him, and I loved him so much. Like, hand brought it, like, he brought out all our pieces, but he, like, brought it to Brie, and he's like, here you go. Here's your pizza, and I was like, thank you so much, and he was like, of course, like, all this stuff, like, so nice, and I was like. Meanwhile, he, like, throws Cam and I our pizzas. He's like, I do not care about you. Given I look like shit. Anytime we'd go out somewhere, I was like, I look like shit. Like, I probably wore makeup twice because it was just so hot. I was sweating. Yeah, full B. Literally could not. Brie did my makeup. Angel Queen. Brie did Mikkel's makeup. Our little makeup artist. 
but my hair was up like that's why i just looked like horrible that's why i barely posted anything no 100 percent. no it was really hot it was really hot and they don't got ac there baby you're living off one fan pointing in one direction aka towards Mikel. <laughs> and you couldn't even okay, feel it in our in apartment we would stand like two inches in front of the fan, being like, uh, like the air. Of a video of Mikkel <laughs> right in there with her arm burns. Let's tell the people about your rash, girl. Tell the people about your rash. I suffered. I did get an arm rash, and here's what happened. <laughs> I did discover, I don't think yeah, you've yeah, told, no, you told you Oh, told did me. I tell yes. you about the body wash? Yes, yes, okay, yes. so good. <laughs> um, I bought like this little travel size like stuff shampoo conditioner body wash from amazon and i thought that one of the bottles was lotion no turns out it was body wash so i was putting body wash on my dry body like literally rubbing it in as lotion going in the sun with body wash rubbed into her skin i still i still have scars in this is in her elbow creases like mind you this rash is in the elbow crease the elbow pit like it was so bad it was so bad and then i got blisters when we went to harry styles which is Mikkel really was the light of my trip. She, there was so many things that happened. Like when she was running. <laughs> can I, can I tell? Okay, so we went, like we said, we went to Harry Styles for my birthday. And like, mind you, we were literally at Wembley Stadium, which is ginormous, literally ginormous. And that thing was full like there was no empty seat that i could see with my eyes and we were were at the top so like we had a good view of everyone but honestly they were for 50 bucks they were fire like honestly they were really fire yeah 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 he sang happy birthday to me even though even though he like said another girl's name but like it was to me so anyways but after they, like, had, like, a regulation, like, a system to, like, let people go into, like, the tube station. And so we were, like, waiting there because all the people were, like, no, like, you can't cross, like, da 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 all this stuff. Like, you have to wait, like, and I mean, I understand, but at the same time, we're, like, girl, like, we're just trying to get home, like, all this stuff. So then we're, like, okay, should we walk? And so we're, like, let's just walk a little bit and figure out, like, grab if we can one. go to, like, a different station or, like, grab the bus. And so we're, like, okay executive decision we're gonna walk so we start to walk and we walk to this street that was like a dead end we're like like, yeah she's like it's a dead end like we already walked like we don't even know like where else to go so then we started like walking back around but we went up into a different street and then that's like where all the people were going to like to the tube station so we just kept walking we just kept walking kept walking kept walking oh don't forget while we were walking oh the whole time we're being catcalled yeah it was literally disgusting like these men (laughs) that were so gross they were like saying all these things they were like look at you like the 14 year old the 14 year old who was like fuck me mommy i'm like do you speak to your mother like that your balls ain't even dropped yet and you're speaking to someone like that it was literally and then this old creepy man was like looking at us so then cam like flipped him off and then he like started to laugh and we were literally just laughing the whole time like the i was giving the biggest rbf ever i honestly like felt more comfortable because those two girls were like also walking so i was like slay like i'm okay but we just kept walking and then finally like walking walking like we had no idea where we were going and then 
finally, finally we get to this bus stop that we're like, yeah, this is it. So we get on the bus and then it goes like three stops, four stops. And then it's like, this bus terminates here. And we're like, where are we? We're like, literally, where are we? Like, we have no idea where we are. Like, there are so many men. No, it's like a fever dream. Like, there was like a club, like a bar. I don't even know, a pub. Like, yeah, yeah, but there were like just men outside just standing outside of all those shops and i'm like where are we and i was like this is literally so scary my phone was dead and then cam was the only one navigating michael was trying to and then we tried to order uber got canceled like six times and we're like what is going on and then hopped on finally we were like another bus is coming and then it was like paddington so we were like let's get on this literally 18 18 stops and and it's the way all of us had so much anxiety being like will it go the full 18 stops like we have no idea where we're going like we're gonna end up in just some random place at that midnight oh it was past midnight okay so the concert literally ended at like 10 10 30 we didn't get home until like 140 145 that's how long it took us to get home just to avoid the big crowd just to end up going on that 18 stop bus ride to go to another train that had all the hairy girlies on it anyways to go three stops to a train that terminates Mm -hmm. and then trying to take an uber back home (laughs) what was his name the man that saved us that night no abdul (laughs) abdul abdul is literally an angel (laughs) like like we had one uber cancel and we were like guys i was about to like i was getting ready to like get on a bike no i was ready to get on a bike and bike home like i was like i don't know where i'm going but i'm going home we're gonna post it was actually crazy i'm gonna send cam the yeah the freaking be real (laughs) (laughs) we took (laughs) the way we were in that uber and we were like what is literally going on we were just laughing hysterically because we were like we were like (laughs) how did we get three hour travel time to get home all that stuff that happened just to end up being on the train with all the hairy girls that we were trying to avoid it It was was so embarrassing (laughs) but it was so funny it was so funny and Mikkel mind you they're brand new Doc Martens they're brand new Doc Martens she's trying to like break them in and she is we're walking that whole time and she is just struggling with her boots like she's like her feet her like she is literally lugging her feet around me and camera like trying to like walk fast so we can like find out where we're going and she's like guys wait <laughs> she's like running up the hill to try and catch up and it was the funniest thing ever like I don't think I've ever laughed harder in my life than that night there was just so many things that happened I literally broke off a piece of my permanent retainer because I had so much anxiety from like biting my water bottle I was like what is going on I'm literally gonna die or get kidnapped or whatever but yeah it was an experience so thank you Harry Styles 20th birthday eight Slay. so Slay. yeah and like, is that your fondest memory from the trip or like you had to pick an all-around like core memory I think, from the trip i think it would either be that or the night of gage's birthday with everyone <laughs> with everyone getting drunk like that was just the funniest night ever like it was literally a fever dream because me and mikhail were just there with our cokes and diet cokes and we're just living <laughs> our life and everyone around us is just like 
getting Classic. so drunk and we're like Cam, Cam wasn't that oh drunk, you were not that drunk but it was, but like, it was <laughs> so funny like people were wanting to dance people were like jumping people were like vaping outside you <laughs> were vaping outside like people were like just i don't even know people were like i want to go to the park and we're like girl we're like what is literally going on here it was so funny it was literally drink after drink after drink like that table was full and i had to like i was like cleaning it because i felt bad for the waiters being like there are so many glasses on this table like i need to get rid of it so that table filled up like twice just to show everyone, or just to give context of, like, how many drinks people were going through. And it, it was, like, the drinks were, like, in, like, a mini, like, in, like, a mini fishbowl. Oh, they were big. Uh, they were like, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. mini, like, fishbowl <laughs> cups. Like, they were in that, girl. I got, I got six drinks for the price of one because I was, like, oh, I'll buy one because yeah. it's Gage's birthday. And then there was a bug in the drink, but I was, like, I don't really care, but they gave me a second one. Yeah. And then Noelle got drunk, and she was, like, I was, like, Noelle, buy me a drink. And she was, like, okay. <laughs> And then, yeah, so Noel, so cute. She'll just like dance, and she's just so happy. Like I've yeah. never really met someone who like is like, drunk like that. And yeah. she, what did I even say? I don't remember. You, it was literally like she, like Noel was like, I just want to dance, like all this stuff. Like all of a sudden, it was so random. She was like, I just want to dance, like da da da, all this stuff. And then she started like jumping around, and Cam was like, Girl, go buy another drink before you start Irish jigging out here. And it was so. <laughs> funny like it might not sound that funny of me saying it but guys it was literally the funniest thing ever because miss girl was literally gonna start like getting on the table and like everything oh she would it was crazy another we will post a well i'm cam will post the context video of brie and i from that night it was those conversations it was literally like what is literally going on in your brain yeah we were so we were so done it was so funny i think you guys being like what i think my favorite night though was the night after we came home so we did a crazy marathon weekend where we literally went to oxford um bath and salisbury in a weekend and it was like and we were moving, like we were going from place to place to place, and like with our backpacks, with our, backpacks, backpacks. With our backpacks. stuff, train, bus, train, other like club. Yeah. other club, other club, literally. We stayed. We stayed above a pub. We stayed at. Travel lodge at a travel no lodge AC. with oh, no AC, scary. but Bath was amazing. Anyway, yeah. that's besides yeah, the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like the night I we came home, the, the night we came back to our little cute little apartment metro gate, metro gate. we got mcdonald's and we sat on the floor oh, and watched like the little McDonald's. the lizzie mcguire movie yeah. and it was so fun and count 15 16 that was my literally one of my, my core, core memories yeah, like that was, from that, that was good yeah because they had the snack wraps and we're like yeah yes. they only yeah. got those there in canada so. yeah shout out snack wraps For they're real. fire if you've oh. never had one sorry about it shout out to our little store man down the street don't oh, know his name guys we had our own personal bodega we had our man that loved us he literally did it acknowledge us once about us. he did <laughs> not he, he did not look at us once no. that man was either on his phone eyes. or like no no literally he was always looking at his phone always watching something always like reading something yeah. yeah he would scan he would look at our items scan them and be like 
okay, two pound and eight, like whatever, <laughs> like looking completely away from us. And then we'd be like, thank you. Like, have a good one. And he's like, nothing. But I loved him. Yeah. And I loved I that loved place. Him. That place was yeah. And it's also the way that we would get something. I'm not kidding you guys. Every day. Because we'd walk so much. And we'd be like, we need a little treat because we walk so much. Yeah. And that so place was treats. fire. Like, yeah. they had everything. And, like, literally you could get two drinks and a candy for, like, two pounds. Yeah. yeah. Three pounds. It was so fire. But I love that man. I miss that bodega. I miss that tool. I miss yeah, Abdul. I miss the bodega. London, London do's and don'ts. London. London do's and don'ts. Do go to bodega. Do stay <laughs> in Kensington. What was it? Like, <laughs> do like don't order iced coffee. Disgusting. Ew, so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, do bring your own personal fan. Like I was like, why would people yeah. bring their own like battery powered personal fan? I'm like, I get it. No, the tube or like is a horrible. fan or like some sort of Hand-held. fan, handheld fan. Yeah. Um, another don't don't go in a group of 25 <laughs> literally the most embarrassing thing of my life was walking around with our group during our excursions like, I love them all it. we love you all for real I guys. know you guys will listen some oh, of you will I yeah. love them <laughs> no, every okay, single like, one of them traveling <laughs> with all 25 all three of us in the back would be like no we're done or the way that we would just like <laughs> the, way, the way that I would just leave the way I, yeah, the way our be. professors were just like done like they would forget that like they had 24 of us and they would like just be minding their own thing walking so much ahead of us and they'd be like Ugh. they'd up. like look back heads and then up, they'd be like yeah they'd be like heads up guys come on like walk faster like all this stuff because everyone's just like in their own world but no I love all the people that we went on our trip with like oh yeah all of them were so great to like have a conversation with and like get to know but traveling it was so surprising oh it was it was crazy like honestly it all three of us like would say this so many times how we were like oh like we forget that like all these people go to ubu like literally live where we live like it was so random because it's like you've i've never seen any of those people in my life and maybe it's because we're not english majors but like still like i never would have seen these people ever but i'm like honestly there were there's so many awesome people that we met but yeah traveling around with all 25 of us i was like you know what like why don't we like split into groups yeah. like walk, <laughs> walk a little ahead walk a little behind yeah but it's like it's the way that it was giving tourists when we were giving Give america tourists yeah it was literally the lizzie mcguire movie like it was <laughs> it was quite literally that but none of us got a man none of us got a man no. actually no no. Well, no, no, none of us no. did. Actually, no. I was like, mm, no, never mind. <laughs> you, you biking around Hyde Park, you're like, I'm, I'm gonna find him. Guys, <laughs> I will manifest a professional athlete boyfriend or husband. Mark my words, I will. And I swear to you, it, it was, it was so sad. One of my favorite athletes was there. Formula One driver Lando Norris, love him, was in Hyde Park. I saw that story three minutes after it was posted and it's the way I literally got dressed so fast and like ran to Hyde Park to and mind you Hyde Park is huge like it's so big and I was like running I was like running trying to like look I was on the phone with my sister I'm like I don't know where to go like what does that place look like like all this stuff and then finally I got so sick of running that I just got on a bike and I like tried to bike around it like I don't think I've ever pedaled faster in my life like I literally was like pedaling like looking around my phone mind you my phone was I don't know what was wrong with me but my phone was like always low battery and I'm like queen I literally don't even know why because I'm like you know 
I'm just like, I charge it at night. (laughs) I charge it at night. Like, I charge it during the day when I can. But, like, it always was in low battery at the worst time. And so then I, like, went around for so long. And I was like, finally, you know what? I just give up. It's just not my time. It will happen, though. But it wasn't my time. But, yeah, Yeah. I literally chased a man in Hyde. Or I tried to chase a man in Hyde Park (laughs) that doesn't know I exist. But it's okay. What was one of your okay memories sorry say it for the oh, for the yeah. <laughs> cam what was uh <laughs> cam, cam. He yells i'm so sorry cam what was one of your fondest memories of the trip my i honestly my most fondest memory that i like immediately comes to mind is our last night in london when we went to dinner um because we were packing up to go to scotland which i think they should have done scotland first and then oh, yeah. finish in oh, london absolutely. but that was because we were just burnt out but anyway, the last night we were like all packed and there was this little restaurant at the end of the street called DeMario's that like at the beginning we were like, Brie was like, I want to go there. We need to try. And we saw like lots of people go to it, looked at the reviews and it looked really good. And we ended up going and it was just so cute. The food was so good. It like felt like a family. The, our waitress was just so nice. She comes and she's like, do you guys want dessert? And we're like, oh, should we? And then I was like, oh yeah, we're trying to decide between like a couple. And she's like, just get all of them. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so we just got like three or four. Yeah. Three or four different desserts. And Josh like, just share. Oh, it was very expensive. If you go out to eat, expect to pay at least $20 oh, yeah. at least. For yourself. Yeah. For, for yourself. just you. Like for, for just, just you. you. Like 20 yeah, twenty plus dollars. Mm-hmm. Twenty was like a good find, honestly. Like twenty dollars a meal. Really? But yeah. Like you will blow through your money just on food, like going out. It's actually insane. Yeah. But no, it was it was so worth it. And then I think another one for me was <laughs> child anyway. Was when I'm I didn't make you guys, but I was like, you guys wanna go on a walk in the park and then we all got dressed. So we ended up walking around the park, you guys you guys got ice cream and then we ended up just like talking. Of course I cried. I <laughs> Matilda, we're like playing Matilda, play looking Matilda. at looking at the V and A. We're like, I think I'm gonna like it here. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's like towards the end of the trip, but I was just like so emo because, yeah, I was with two of my best friends and we just like talked about what we wanted for like the future and it was just like one of those like very like movie movie moments for me i was like oh i'm talking with my friends like we went on a walk we're in my favorite park and like we've all grown a lot because this was like towards the end and you do and again like i think michael hits it on the nose where she's like okay we get it like study broad kids litter annoying but until you go on one like you do not understand because you're on your own you're experiencing a new place you're making new friends making new connections and you're literally learning about yourself and i think that's why i talk so highly like no you go on one because like you will change so do anything in your college career it's going to study abroad like it's opens your mind to the world in a way that like just can't happen especially I don't I mean I'm sure most of your listeners are in Utah but like in a way you can't get just staying where you're at it's so different I'm like the way that money will come back and scholarships are available like I some first saw like at the beginning I was like I don't know if this is like even attainable like it's expensive but I found a way to do it and we went yeah I think also like a lot of people are like, oh, like one month, like that sounds fine. But like, I feel like some people think that that's not long enough to like really experience it. But it's like, you have to think of all the different factors that go into the study abroad is like one, like you're going with people that you have no idea, like who they are, at least most of the time. And then it's like, you're living in a new space, like in a new place. Like most of the time people are brand new to the area that you're staying in. So it's like, you really do have a lot of growth because you're just like exploring everything like on your own. And even the things that like we went to go see like as a group, like the museums and like the shows and all of that, like 
honestly, like those were things that I might not have put like on like my travel list if I was thinking about going to those places. But I think it's like all the different things that we like were able to like experience, I think brought new perspective into like my way of thinking. And even like study abroads are so cool because it's like you're still doing school. So you're still learning from the place that you're in. You're, the things that you're learning about and also you're learning from like the people that you're with so I just think that like yeah like we've we've said that like it gets so corny being like study abroad people like when they come back but like you really do learn so much and like no matter like how long you're in that place so grateful it slayed <laughs> love it <laughs> slayed and it did benefit like we did benefit from staying in one place for so long in London because we really got to the point where like we, we knew how to get home. Yeah. We knew how to get home. We didn't have to navigate, use our phones to navigate as much. And we didn't have to, um, we could walk around and know directions and know places. And so that was really, really beneficial. Um, just because people keep asking me like, did you go anywhere else? Did you go anywhere else? And I'm like, I mean, I went to Scotland and that was great. And Brie was able to go to France after and Amsterdam. And that's so cool and so awesome. But I'm really glad that I got to call London home for a good amount of time. A hundred percent. I'm like, you both hit it on the nose. I like to, we went, so with a literature group. So the majority of our classmates were English majors and it was nice they did a very good job I think of mixing up our group of people who were English majors and non so like me Mikel and Brie are not English majors and so going there we were I told my teachers like I have not written an MLA format in over three years like I don't know what to expect but the like stuff we were able to learn and like read I think was just very applicable and opened up our minds and that's why I feel like we got to grow as well because they challenged us in a way that's like allowed to be more creative than like logistical where I feel like in our majors were like not forced, but where it's like, no, you're more logistical instead of like more dreamy. Um, but yeah, being able to call cause I too was like, Oh, maybe we go on like a weekend trip, but I love being able to spend our long weekends like together as friends and just do fun things. Yeah. Take it slow and just like sleep in and do our laundry. And there comes a point where you're like, I want to do, 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 do. Like, I just want to keep doing things, but you're like, I just want to enjoy. And we got to literally just enjoy. Yeah. It was, I got to see, um, exclusive for listeners i'm gonna give you my final london theater ranking um but i got to see so many shows i'm a huge theater nerd huge theater nerd and i got to see like nine shows which is a lot in four weeks yeah Yeah. i forget about the ones we went to as a as class well including the ones we went to as a class and number one number one was cabaret and if you have a chance to see it go see it i was gonna go see it um to see my nemesis mod apato but she was not she wasn't in it she wasn't on it because i went to the matinee but you know what the girl that played her part was much better she was real british actually british and the character is british loved it go see cabaret go see six (laughs) you tapping through your insta stories to get to it i'm tapping through my stories so i can give you guys the full the full yeah the scones but yeah cabaret six we saw bleak expectations amazing moulin rouge was next wicked was really good and then i would add i saw the crucible but it pissed me off and if anyone can explain to me why that show is so successful please do because to me it seems like it's just showing how women gossip and ruin people's lives and i don't think that's fair analysis but it's like been 
running for so long and it's really famous and really popular but i think it's sexist anyway that's a whole other like podcast (laughs) that's crazy you were supposed to see mama mia too right i was supposed to see mama mia and then i got depressed (laughs) me and brie went like oh like she probably already left for her show we come back we're like talking about it and then we just hear her go hi and we're like like we got so scared like who was in our house (laughs) yeah i was like what are you doing here girl like were you supposed to leave like literally 30 minutes ago i bought a ticket to mama mia and then i couldn't get out of bed because it was one of those days and you know what I went to dinner with Brie and Cam and it was fine. We're good. We healed. (laughs) And we were good. And I also bought a Moulin Rouge ticket for the, for a day we would be gone. So I had to switch that. I just had issues, but listen, it all worked out. It all worked out and was good. So you know what issues we all had stomach issues for real before we got regulated. Like everyone on this podcast knows that like, my big yikes always has to do with like shitting or like how I have stomach problems. But like the first couple of days we were there, I was like, guys, this is good. like, I didn't poop for three days. And I was scared because I was like, yeah. what's about to come out of my body? <laughs> no one knows. But we drank so much kombucha. Yeah. So much. We drank kombucha, yeah. tea. Like we did everything to like try and get our systems regulated again. And even then people were starting to get, we kept our health very oh, good. We you guys, we like we were on it. Like we, it was the it was tea, the airborne, the like all this stuff, like our oranges that we ate. Cause there was a time where everyone in our program was getting sick and we know. never got sick. Literally none, none, none miracle. of us. It was honestly crazy. Cause it's like, we would be around those people that were sick, but it's like, Every day we'd eat an orange or eat like, yeah, water, airborne, airborne literally every day. Like our vitamin C tea that we'd have every day. Like we were, we were right on it. Yeah. It was, it was a sleigh. It was a sleigh. A vitamin sleigh. A vitamin sleigh. A vitamin sleigh. Um, I will say, I guess coming back from, coming back from the trip, I've noticed like people pointed out to me that. I'm like, they're like, you say toilet, you say toilet, like instead of bathroom or restroom, I'm like, okay, well, it's just easier. It's the same amount of syllables, I get it, but it's just easier to say toilet. Right. Yeah. There were so many times where I felt awkward, because it's like, I wanted to, like, say, like, restroom or bathroom, because, I don't know, for me, I feel like restroom, I don't know, it's, like, more, like, proper, I guess, like, just in my brain, than, like, where's the bathroom? Like, oh, like, where's the restroom? Like, all that. But it's like, yeah, they, like, apply that with different things. So they're like, the toilets, the toilets. So I got, we get so awkward being like, sorry, like, where are the toilets? Because it's like, I'm not British. So I, like. It doesn't sound cute. Yeah. So I felt awkward saying it. And I feel like they would, like, look at me like, why didn't you just, you know, like, she's American. Like, why didn't she just say, like, restroom or, like, bathroom? But it's like, I, like, tried to say toilet and I felt so awkward. But I feel like, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I, the biggest thing for me since I've come home is I keep talking about the tube and people are like, I don't know what that is. And I just we will not shut about public transit. Nope. No, I just thought it was like universally known that London subway was called the tube because I feel like I knew that before I went there. It's not universally known, but um, yeah, that's the biggest thing where people go, wait, 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 what is the tube? No, no <laughs> like, it's literally magic. It's magic. Yeah, no, that literally happened. I don't remember who me and my sister. Oh, I think I was literally talking to Michael and I was like the tube. And he's like, what is that? And I was like, oh, it's like their Metro station, like their subway. And he's yeah. like, why did they call it a tube? I'm like, girl, I don't know. It makes but sense. It looks it like really a tube. Does. It literally is a tube <laughs> going 
it's into a tube. like a like, tunnel. It is what the word is. The English are very literal. I think yeah. that's I learned that very clearly. Like they like toilet and tube and way out. Like instead of yeah. exit, they're just very literal. Oh, and what they say, take, take away, away instead of yeah. carry out. Like all that, you know, like take away will stay with me because take away is sounds better to me than like to go Car- yeah, or like to carry go. out. Yeah, carry out. I, I also like take think away. take away is easier. Yeah, like it comes to my brain first. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm like, what stuck with me? Peppermint tea. Oh, I I have like you would check my little cupboard. That peppermint tea <laughs> has also regulated me back, nursed me back to health. <laughs> It just makes me feel better. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I just love, I love mind the gap. Oh <laughs> mind, mind oh. the gap. Can I say one thing? <laughs> I've been to New York quite a few times and it's the way London metro system is so much easier to navigate than New York City ever will be. It's the way that like the, I don't know, the conductors, I don't know, the people that like basically drive yeah, the yeah, yeah. the train speak so clearly on like what's happening like on the platform like if there's delays why there's delays like all this stuff and they have like a automated like sound person that like yeah. says all the stations and it's like that is so clear we're like in new york it's like like all this stuff and i'm like mm, i'm gonna test my luck i think it's this one yeah like let's get off like whatever and it's the way that there's so many like lines to go on there's like the six train the purple line like all this stuff where in london it's like the district line the what was the other one the circle line the elizabeth the piccadilly like all this stuff but it was so straightforward and like so clear to read because it was color-coded and it's like clear to read because they would have like big signs being like the district line this is all the places that it hits like it would show everywhere we're in like new york there's just like one map and then it's like all these other little lines that i'm like i mean i get it but like still i'm like it was so nice and easy to navigate public transportation because I was, like, so scared being, like, it's going to be, like, New York where there's so many different things. Like, I'm going to be so confused. But it was so much easier to, like, navigate. So if it's any of y'all have been. City. Yeah, when you – Yes. Advice for listeners, if you go to London, use the tube, use the buses. It's so easy. It's literally so, so easy. The bus yeah. is fun. You get to see the city. Like, do not rent a car. Um, don't <laughs> – and don't, don't take a taxi don't Uber either yeah. like i mean we ubered <laughs> once but that was out of desperation and so like it's it's just so they make it so easy um what do you guys think is like your favorite tourist like a tourist attraction you would tell people to do <laughs> like you would let people know i'm like the uber boat <laughs> <laughs> Even though the man that was working at the Uber boat, you can literally die because he did me dirty and said, there's another tap out station. Because you have to tap in and tap out um, whenever you go on any public transportation besides the bus. You only tap in once. So we were like, oh, okay, like there's another tap out. He completely lied. And so we went about our day. And when you don't tap out, you like get a fee charged. And so me and Cam literally like, how much was it? Like. 
15 so they charge you as if you go to the end of the line and yeah. Bree and I looked back and they ended up charging us $15 yeah, like, and oh I was like gosh. I'm gonna kill myself I literally <laughs> oh was so pissed because I was like this is literally all the man's fault like boo you literal whore so die yeah, that, that either the Uber boat or I would say I love Hyde Park. Everyone knows yeah. this, so it's a dope. Hyde Park. There's so much to do. The Kensington Gardens and Hyde Park. There's so so much like go and see, especially in the summer. There's like always people there until literally nighttime. But for me, I would probably say i loved chinatown yeah. i loved chinatown yeah. in soho it was so fun maybe it's because i'm a boba girl but like i just thought it was so fun like there were always people there like there's so many I lo- food, places. food places to go honestly i really noticed how much of a foodie i am like being on this trip because it's like all i wanted to do was just like try different places try different things i would definitely say europe in general like if you ever go spend one day literally just doing a mukbang and just trying all different things like i would yeah i would literally do that like me and a couple of people from our group amen and gage did like a mukbang in chinatown and it was so fun like we tried korean horn dog corn dogs like we tried sorry we tried green corn dogs and like we tried different boba we tried like one of the chinese restaurants like we tried so many different things and it was like honestly it was so much fun because we were like trying to pass by time because we were gonna go to a show with our group so it was like such a fun way to kind of like pass time but also it like it was just fun to like try different things but i would definitely say chinatown is like my favorite thing to go and tell people to do yeah, I loved um, I loved Regents Park a lot. We didn't get to be there a long time, but I loved Regents Park. Um, and the Borough Market was one of my favorites, which is another, like, foodie trip. Like, we got food, and we split food, and it was so good. The Borough Market is somewhere where, like, when I go back, and if I take people who haven't been, that's one of the places I would go. And honestly, um, I will say something that I think is worth the hype to see is Big Ben. Even though you don't go to it, for some reason, I just think that that silly clock is so pretty. Like, yeah, it's, it's so exactly, pretty. It's aesthetically pleasing. It's so it really pretty, is. and it's just fun, because then you, like, really feel like you're London. in London. 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 London town. Yeah. I feel like you thrived the most in, like, cathedrals. Yeah, I, I, I do think that. So, so, yeah, religion's really interesting to me, and it was a big topic of conversation throughout our class and throughout our trip because we talked a lot about space I actually wrote my last paper on on religious spaces and money and how they earn money and different sorts of things especially over there in Europe and I I loved Brie and I went to so there's two Westminsters there's Westminster Abbey which is where the famous the famous one where you have to like get in it's where the king is coronated queens whatever everyone gets married there that's the really touristy one and then there's Westminster Cathedral so that's Catholic so one of them's Church of England that's the Abbey and then the Westminster Cathedral Brie and I went to the cathedral and I was obsessed with it they had just gotten done with service I think it was so beautiful to see people worshiping and like I'm not Catholic and I don't, I don't see myself ever, ever being Catholic but they it's so beautiful and it was just so architecturally 
stunning. And every time we went to a church, I was blown away by the architecture of how much care and time put into worship there. That was just really, really interesting to me. We also got like led tours in most of the cathedrals. Uh, There was like audio or by a person and just how people were dedicated. We talked about how these would take like five, 600 years to build and how families and like generations would work on it and like not even be able to see it finished. So it was just so cool. When we went to Stonehenge, I do want Mikkel to tell the people her conspiracy, not your conspiracy, your, (laughs) but I agree with Mikkel on it. So I have a conspiracy theory. So we don't know why Stonehenge is there, right? Um, and it literally, you guys, is in the middle of nowhere. And also, once you see it, you're kind of like, okay, I'm done. Can I say one thing? Yeah. It's so underwhelming. It's yeah. like you yeah. trek all this way, like on a shuttle <laughs> or like walking like a mile to get to it. And I'm like, okay, like it's literally picture, picture. And then it's like, okay, let's go. Like let's it, leave, yeah. it was so underwhelming. I was expecting so much more, but yeah. it's okay. And I thought it was by an ocean. I mean, my dumb ass doesn't know oh, geography. So I, I thought it was by an ocean. I thought it was in Ireland. Like, sorry. I thought it was, like, on a cliff, like, yeah. in the forest, yeah. forest, but, like, no. It's not. It's literally in the middle of a field. Yeah, and so, so random. my theory is that it was used for sex things. I completely agree. Like, there's no way you weren't freaky out there. Oh, no. Yeah. They were trying to hide from the kids, these super old people in, what, like, the 13th century or something? No B.C. It was, like, literally built B.C. Yeah, it was super so. old. And I literally think they were using it for weird orgy stuff. I'm dead serious too. And like the way that Mikkel and I looked at it and I was like, no, a hundred percent. I agree. Cause it's so secluded. And I'm like, what else? Literally what else would you be using no, it for? Sacrifice. I definitely think, it, I definitely think it's like for some weird, like weird. Yeah. Culty things it was because it's like, thing, yeah. even just like the way that like the stones are like placed. I'm like, these were like intentionally like placed in the spots that they're in. Like there was something weird going on here. That, like, no one either, like, figured out or, like, no one wanted to tell because it was weird. Or the way that it's, like, that or just just happened to be there and we're, like, oh. Yeah. I don't think so, though. There And then it shows, like, a card that, like, says it would be pulled. But it's just, like, it makes no sense how it got there because even if you put it on this magical card during that time, it would take them forever. And I mean, like, years to roll these into place. There did used to be a river there. So it did technically, it did used to be by water, but the earth changes and... The river went away and, but that's apparently how they got the stones there was by that river. But even then they had to, they had to carry, how did they do that? Because the boats would have, like your boat would have sank. It doesn't make any sense. So all I can think of is man has the sheer power when it comes to sex to just like go for it. And you know, God too and worship. But no, we're going to go. We're going to go with the sex ring. We're going with uh, sex things for sure. We're going. My theory is sex things. And when I die, I'm going to ask whoever's up there. I'm going to say, yo, let me know in the comments. So, yeah, let me, know, yeah. let me know in the comments why Stonehenge exists and why it's like such a historical monument. I get why it is, but just crazy. No, like, I don't think I No. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like since it's so famous, but I'm like, who? made it famous you know like who was like this like, is gonna be a thing that like everyone needs to like come and it's see the myst- but it's the yeah. mystery of it i think because what made I, it yeah, fun true, what made it fun for me was like making Not up a sex theory because yeah. i was like this is the only way that's the i feel like if we knew exactly what it was for not nearly as many people that's would go true. Me seeing the Magna Carta was like okay. Oh, we no. saw we saw two, three Magna we saw, Cartas, like, different versions, and like yeah. in one of them, in one in the Salisbury yeah. Cathedral, 
our professor talked to one of the community members that like works there or like volunteers that works there. And she said that someone that has worked there for like years and years and years told her that like back, like a librarian would take the Magna Carta home on her bike every day. Like, like once it closed, like she would go home just like with, with that thing and roll it up and put it in her bike and, take it home every day and i'm like coin and like you did not yeah for those who don't know the magna carta is like um i i don't want to say it's like their bill or not bill right their declaration or their like constitution but it it is the basis of a lot of like american constitutional theory it's a really important document so that's just like crazy yeah no it's like a very important document (laughs) like it's in like a glass box like hidden like all this stuff like very secure so it's just funny to see how like she told us that like the librarian would take it home with her every day just leave it in her house you know like this important document for the whole united kingdom and united kingdom territories so yeah so (laughs) so yeah that was <laughs> oh, what would be your guys's like biggest takeaway from study abroad like the bad boy piece of information you're like i know mikhail and i have had a lot of conversations just about like how this kind of shaped us and reflected i guess i'll go first what you think i think the biggest thing i took away um was really to just enjoy where i'm at in my life and like enjoy time like don't be anxious about what's next is because like i said everybody there i think not everybody, right, from what I saw and what I viewed is just that people really enjoy their time and their, their leisure, they appreciate it, and they're, like, not in a rush. Like, if you miss a train, one comes in two minutes. Like, I just learned that it's okay to be happy with where I'm at and not rush. Like, I knew everybody had their own pace in life, but I feel like here at home and as soon as I got home and back to work, I felt that immediate anxiety kind of rush back into my body of, like, why why am I not doing x y and z where it's like no like I have time and like I can go at my own pace I don't need to be doing the same thing as everybody else so I think that was one thing I was like yes the first thing that always comes to mind is at the beginning of Mamma Mia 2 (laughs) Lily James goes the world is wide and I want to explore it or something it's something like that and I always think of that quote And I think that this experience just taught me how big the world is and how small our lives are. They're important nonetheless, but like how many different theories and opinions and um, ways of living exist outside of the area where you grew up. And it's very hopeful because I've you're not going to be like everyone else and you don't want to conform to everyone else. And so It was amazing to be in a place in a different country where it was like, everyone's just trying to live their lives the best that they can. Let's enjoy it while we can because the world is wide and there's a lot to do. And that's what I took. Real. I think for me, what I loved the most was, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, just like how the lifestyle over there is just like so not necessarily laid back, but it's like you take care of like yourself so much more than like we do here like in America like I feel like even just like in America as a whole it's like we're so concerned about all these outside factors and like outside like distractions where I feel like even just from the short time that we were there like just from seeing so many people they're just living life like they're really just like 
There is no hustle culture. Yeah, there is no yeah. hustle culture. It's like no once culture. that, once sure that, oh, not, yeah. But it's like, yeah, but yeah. it's like once that clock hits 5 p.m., like they're out, like out they're of the office. Like, seven. yeah, they close they're so the early. Pub. They're at the pub. They're, they're just like enjoying their at life the at the park, like all this stuff. And I feel like just like what I learned the most is just how... I need to just be living in the present more. I feel like as I've grown up, I've been so focused on like what I'm going to do next. Like, like where am I going to be in five years? Like all this stuff, like I need to be doing more. I need to like be doing all these things. And like, I feel like even before I left, even like thinking back on like when I even applied for this, like study abroad, there's so many like aspirations and like dreams that I had, but I feel like reflecting back on that, I'm really, really glad that I, like, decided to even, like, apply for the study abroad because I feel like I've just learned that it's, like, I I want to do all these things in my life, but it's, like, why am I just not doing them? I feel like I'm just so concerned from all of these, like, other factors, but I feel like, like, what I learned is that all these, like, opportunities come to you for a reason and you just like need to go after them like no matter what your worries are like you just need to go for it because there's going to be so many good things that are going to come out of it it might not seem like that first but they're definitely going to be like good growth character building things that come out of it and so I feel like that's one thing that I took away the most while like reflecting on my time being there and even just like being there like throughout the day like I just sit and be like there's so many people that like have all these dreams like all these things that they want to do they're living their lives but it's like at the same time it's like I'm so grateful for the opportunity that I had to even go on this and I'm glad that I took that chance to like even go on it and so now like moving forward with my life I definitely want to be more ambitious on just like going for like different things that seem unattainable but like just going for it so that's one thing that I would take with no that I'm like all of us I think we're all like literally in the same boat of realizing like you can dreams are achievable I think so like my thoughts is just like oh my gosh that's so far out of reach but it's like actually like if we knew we couldn't fail like we would do so much more and so yeah yeah. and in another country it's like I can't fail here like I'm like all these it does like things exist differently here so to have that confidence there I wanted to bring that confidence back with me that's all I wanted yeah, people I'm like we all know like each other's confidence. I feel like you guys grew a lot I grew a lot in the way of like we're confident with who we are and what we want and moving forward in the future and it's like oh I was really open like you said your mind was open mine was like oh I don't just have to do school in America or like stay in Utah the rest of my life if I don't want to I can do these things and like dream bigger for myself than I just think what people the expectation is or like the standard right it's like the standard here is usually you get married you have kids and you stay and for some people that's their dream and that's great but for other people it's like no that these dreams are attainable and we can do bigger and better things and I also think because we're our age or our different ages and we're not in relationships like that we can pursue these things because it's just ourselves yeah yeah I think what was amazing about this trip is that our age the three of us our age ranges are pretty wide like I'm 26 Bree is 20, Cam is 23, and it was really, really nice for me, the old person, to feel young again, first of all, <laughs> and to, like, and to like know that people, even at different stages in their lives, you're always continuously learning and growing, and that's okay, and that's good, and you don't have to have it all figured out. I loved seeing in London 
all of the people that were around my age just hanging out. Like they weren't, they didn't have their kids yet or their spouses yet. Or like, it was very comforting to me to know that because life is long and we don't want to push it further than we have to, because why would we like, there's so much time. You have so much time. Yeah. I feel like in the UK, like learning and like reflecting back on like America, I feel like I just learned that America people are so concerned with like, time that they have no time that they need to do all these things because time goes quickly but it's like it was really really nice and like relaxing just to like be in a place where it's like you felt like you had so much time to like do all these things like you didn't feel like you were in a rush for anything like and and it's funny because when you change your mindset to that like it really becomes like reality because there were days that like we would be doing all these things, but we would be going at it at our own pace. And then we'd be like, oh, like it's literally only 5 p.m. Like we still have so much time of the day where I feel like in a, like here, like in America or like in Utah, like I would maybe do like two things or like trying to like do all this stuff. And then it's like, oh, like my day went by so quickly. Like I have so much stuff to do. But it's like over there, like I wasn't concerned about that. And it's like I feel like I definitely want to like bring that into like my daily habits here now is just like because I have a lot of anxieties about so many different things and I feel like over there it just taught me that it's like there's so much more to like life and like the world than like what I see in my day today and it was day today and it was I don't know it's just really really nice and like comforting to just know that there's so many different people like doing their own things and like living their own lives where it kind of helped me like with all my concerns and like all my anxieties to be like you know what like it's okay like I'm literally just a human being like on this earth just trying to survive day by day like I need to like not I don't know like focus my whole life on all these things while like there's billions of people on this earth that are like doing the same exact things like I'm okay also like so in in a small community like in Utah it's easy to think that that everyone's so worried about you and watching you and and you need to like be careful because people are watching you not get married or not graduate college at this age or whatever and then you go somewhere abroad or somewhere else and you realize that like no one cares (laughs) who who cares that's literally what we learned is that people are concerned with themselves And also you need to stop, like, it was amazing. I got to, I I learned a lot, even just through like the clothes that I wore and different things where I finally felt confident where I was like, no one cares. No one cares. Like I, I was wearing things and dressing up every day in a way that I never would hear. Um, but that I want to do here because who, no one cares. Yeah. That's the motto. No No one one cares. Everyone just minds their own business. Like, that's one thing that I love is, like, yeah, no one cares. No one's looking at you. Like, everyone's just minding their own business. And I firmly believe that we can solve world peace by just minding (laughs) your own business. Like, everyone just needs to mind their own business. And we will have world peace. I firmly believe that like i will advocate for that (laughs) (laughs) okay wrapping up um your post experience so like 
moving forward, I know we kind of talked about, like, what we, like, we talked about our careers together, like, what we want in the future. So, like, post-London, I'm going to ask you guys, like, even though we were just, like, don't worry about, like, where you are in five years. But, like, (laughs) in five years, where do you see yourselves? Do you see yourselves traveling back or even further? Like, what are the vibes? Um, So, I actually decided on this trip that I'm very into law. And um, so, I'm doing... um, I'm working at a policy office right now, which is under the Office of General Counsel at UVU. And I'm excited to take that a step further and um, apply for some paralegal jobs in the spring. Hopefully get a paralegal job, work for maybe a couple years doing that. And then if I really love it, go to law school. And I would like to go to law school somewhere outside of Utah, still in the United States. But I love London. Don't get me wrong. I And I will be going back. But the law is different. <laughs> but the law is different there. And so I want to go stick with what I know and, and pursue law in the United States. Um, so we'll see where that takes me. That's kind of the plan for right now. And gradu- yeah, graduate college in the spring, get a job, save some money, um, make some good paralegal money, and hopefully go on more trips and see more places in Europe, yes. too. Um, I mean, I've said this a zillion times, but I am a city girl always and forever. (laughs) And yeah, and I feel like being in London, like I love London, (laughs) but I feel like I feel like I've like, I don't know, I've come to the conclusion that I really think New York is the place that I want to be, at least in my young adult life. Like it still gives me that like, cultural diversity that I like want to have and like city life where there's so much to do and so much to explore and so much to learn that I'm like craving for honestly like growing up but also I feel like I don't know I feel like I'm not ready yet to like go to a different country and like completely shift into that but I feel like in my future I definitely I mean I'm almost done with college as well but I'm still, like, hoping to, like, go to New York, maybe do something. I've come to, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a good place where I'm, like, I still want to do something in regards to fashion or, like, the sports industry, which is nice because I can, like, do both of those, like, together. And so I feel like that's kind of the path that I want to take. And so that's why I feel like New York is also, like, a great place to, like, do all of that. But I definitely think that I will be going to Europe as much as I financially can. And so I, yeah, I just think that that's kind of like the path that I want to take overall, just being financially stable is the for the goal. Isn't it always? It always (laughs) is. It always will be. That's why I need you guys to manifest for me to find an, a rich athletic so boyfriend Venmo and husband. Is. My Venmo is, if you want to know, just let me know. My at Instagram is at Brie.Briseno. Just DM me if you'd like to, if you'd like to help um, give me some money for that. <laughs> Pay the bills, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, I think that's kind of what I want to do with my life is to just still pursue that like childhood dream of mine of like going into fashion like doing all of that but also I mean I love sports and I love fashion so I think that's why I want to do something like that and so yeah but like I could definitely see myself living in London for like a bigger reason than just like 
being by myself because I mean we've all like talked about this that it would be very hard like if we just completely went from here to there Mm -hmm. without knowing anyone without like I mean we explored London but it's like London is so big that like you would still be trying to like figure out so much but I which I think is very like character growth building and like all that stuff like independence but I don't know just I think Europe and London Europe in general is like a great place to like settle down with a family so not to go too far in the future but (laughs) but (laughs) Europe is definitely still on the radar but yeah just going day by day living life that's all Thank you. Love you. <laughs> I was going to say, I know. So you guys will get to know Brie. I'll obviously tag her and you'll see her Instagram. I know that she is like the next Emma Chamberlain, like our next on the rise social media star. Like, no, I fully, my friend, my friend Tiana, my friend Tiana was like, I didn't know she lived here. I literally thought she lived somewhere else. She's like an influencer Do to me. me yeah. And right she, no, I'm literally going to die. Whenever I hear people say that stuff to me, oh, I'm no. like, you are motivating me each and every day. Like there's of course days where I'm like, why are all these people living my life? Like when will I get a PR package? But Real. it's going to happen. You guys, Real. it's going to happen. Yes, it will. You, I'm like, no, hundred percent. I know that Brie is going <laughs> to help. Like she'll be on the brand trips and maybe I'll get to go on one of them. <laughs> No, go on one of them. Literally Dubai. What's heart? Um, I know Bree's going to, you know, it's, it's when you see your friends and some people, when they say their dreams, you're like, okay, yeah, for sure. But I've gotten to a place where I really believe in my friends. And I know that because you guys are so powerful that you are going to reach your dreams. I think that's when like, <laughs> you're like, oh. no, it's true. It's like, I just see like my friends work hard. I surround myself with strong, independent, powerful women. And I know that, if you want to go to law school, I'm like, I, w- I see it in your future. I create, I, I'm like, I created the future wedding boards for you guys. I'm like, you, <laughs> I'm like, it will happen. And, um, yeah, so there's that. I'm like my plan <laughs> while well, I was there. Everyone knows I'm obsessed with London. I don't, I, I cannot tell or pinpoint one reason. Yeah. I cannot pinpoint a reason as to why I'm so obsessed with it. I just feel, hello i just feel so at home when i'm there it was so weird to like yeah i miss my family but i was like oh just call them and like it's fine so i realized i started looking at grad programs actually like a year and a half ago i wanted to drop out of my college program and pursue fashion i was like wait this is my vibe this is what i want to do and then i kind of had a reality check with myself and was like now hold on are you that invested where you're like willing to work for it and like and i was like actually no it's just a hobby for me and i don't want to like hate my hobby because I, I love clothes and I'm not super I'm not like into designer stuff or like super into it but it's enough for me that it's like I like it so I would just kept to my academia and I was like okay we'll we'll stay in this in this path and I don't know where it will take me and then after this I'm like wait like I'm good at this I've had professors tell me I'm good at th- I can do this for a professional career and so I started looking at programs out in London I told my friends some master's programs um so I'll be hopefully I I told I was like I don't care if I get rejected I've been rejected enough that I know how it feels and I will not be knocked down so this fall I will be starting applications and then hopefully by January I'll have applied to there's three programs I'm interested in London I'll look at a couple in California (laughs) um look in the east coast comment on this 
can you even comment on these? I don't know if you can. Leave a review yeah. and say, Cam, look at the East Coast as well. I will. No, I will. But I feel like my, my big dream is honestly just living in London because I live in Boston. Boston. <laughs> so I'm going to apply for a couple programs out there. I'll apply to some, maybe even, in, you know, just like my options are open, but I think it's worth a shot of applying. If I get shot down, then I know I need to take a year off and work and work towards some other things and then retry again. But trust podcast, trust Big Yikes Nation, your girl will be in London living and I won't be working. I will be in my books. So I won't even be really enjoying. I'll be in my books, but in Paris, it'll be came in London. Oh, and I would watch that show. I would binge that show. It is me reading and writing and highlighting. But so that's the vibe before we leave for real. I need your big yikes moment from your, the trip. So it's not for me. It's like your biggest big yikes moment of the trip. Do you want me to go first? No, Mikel has okay. Go ahead. Okay, I know mine, and it was well, it is the toilet one that I already told. <laughs> but my big ex moment was not talking to that man on the train who I literally think was is my soulmate. And so, please describe. I Girl. am obsessed with him. <laughs> he was like he was like six two, brown, curly hair, the dream. Uh, he was literally so cute, and he was right next to me because we were on a crowded tube, like. It was crowded and he was literally right next to me. But when he, he got on and the next stop we were getting off. So I didn't even have time to like get the courage to say anything. And I told Cam, I was like, if we would have been on just a little bit longer, I would have, I would have maybe tried <laughs> been like hi excuse me well i think too we got to a point where we like knew each other's types where we'd look we just give a little nudge be like oh yeah someone walked by and we'd be like mm-hmm, that man is we'd fine look at each yeah. other and we'd be like did you see that yeah did you see that like it was crazy if you, and you go see the movie past lives because that's gonna be me and this man when we reunite someday yes. <laughs> that face better be ingrained in your memory yeah literally it's i i will never forget him i hope he's doing so good Actually, I hope he's doing bad because we didn't meet. Hopefully he doesn't <laughs> talk to any woman ever again. Yeah. Or hopefully he's like sh- into women. Like, we don't even know. <laughs> For real. <laughs> we don't even know. <laughs> we know women that like, they're so beautiful, but like, they're probably not into them. Yeah. I'm like, they are so beautiful that they wouldn't be into women. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. My big yikes was Mikhail and I stayed an extra week and our friend Amanda flew out for her birthday and we did it an extra week with her. Um, my big yikes was we had the travel day from hell that day coming and taking the train from Scotland in the rain, couldn't get an Uber to the train station. So we had to take the tram. It was slow as balls. Take the four and a half hour train to London. It's blazing. I'm sweating like I'm sweating in places I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Shivering rain to hotter than a witch's coochie. Mikel and I have to take, we're like, we can't Uber. It's too expensive. We're taking the tube to Brixton. I was like, Mikel, Brixton station doesn't have a lift up. Like we have to take the stairs. I'm like, Mikel, remember, remember everybody that Mikel's bag is fucking overweight. So oh, at this point, it's got to be like, at this point, it's like 80 pounds. I'm not kidding. And your backpack. And my backpack. And, and um, your little bag, tote bag. Thing. I had a tote bag, yeah. So I would, I hope, I wish I would have taken a picture. Yeah. Anyway, it was hot. Like, I'm in exercise shorts. I'm sweating through my tan hat. You can see, like, sweat coming through. The map, <laughs> no. yeah, the map takes us, because we're, like, walking to our Airbnb. Maps takes me the back way when we should have just taken, like, the main road. This guy <laughs> comes up, horrible. this guy comes up me by a bike, and he goes, yo, sweetheart, 
I think you went the wrong way. And he's like, they took you on the back roads. I was like, yeah, my map did. And he's like, I've passed you like five times. And I was like, okay. He's like, good luck. And then just biked away. <laughs> he did not ask if we needed help. No. He did not. That's he just so left. Funny. Yo, sweetheart, you going, you went the wrong way. Like the maps took you the wrong way and just biked away. I was like, all right, sir. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I looked like, oh, I have a picture. I'll put it in. Me and Mikel went grocery shopping later and we were just defeated. Defeated. Worst day of my life. I think that's why I blocked it out. That was the worst day of my life. It's tough. But then we got, then we did Deliveroo is their DoorDash there, which is a million times better than DoorDash and cheaper, by the way. Um, We Deliveroo'd some Chipotle and watched Harry Potter and then it was fine. Then we recovered. Anyway, Brie, what was your big yikes from your first big yikes? Oh my gosh. Just remembered because I was like, what? Hopefully my sister or my mother and no one in my family listens to this because I never told them this. And I was like, yeah, totally fine. We were in bath and we were in bath and it was like nighttime, you know, we were like just going for a nice stroll. Cam went back to the hotel and me and Mikkel were like, we want to like see a couple more streets. So we like walked around and then we went to go get gelato. And so we got gelato and then we were done. And then Cam was like, Oh, like I'm going to go back. And so me and Mikkel were like, Oh, well like we kind of want to walk like a little bit more. So we started walking. We were literally leaving bath the The next day, day. the next morning. (laughs) And so we're walking around. And then of course, like I said, I love Boba. So every single time I saw a Boba place, I wanted to try it. So we go into this bubble place and then I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm starting to order yada, yada, yada. And then I try to look for my wallet and I'm like, my wallet's gone. <laughs> and I look at Mikkel, I'm like, my, my wallet's literally crazy. gone. And I was like, <laughs> I, I was trying I to, pocket? <laughs> 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 no, literally, literally, because I was like, I was trying to like think about if someone like came near me that I was like, I feel like I am very good at being aware of where my stuff is and like my wallet is pretty like big where it's like I can feel if someone's like trying to grab it so that's why I was like I don't think anyone grabbed it like all this stuff and then we were just freaking out and then Mikkel was like maybe it's still at the gelato place the way I literally (laughs) ran I ran so fast because I was like either someone like could have taken it like all this stuff and I ran and the way I walked into that place literally sweating and like huffing and puffing and the girl was like (laughs) the girl was like is this wallet yours I'm like yes like literally on the verge of tears and I'm like thank you so much that was honestly my big yikes moment because then I would have had to like cancel all my cards yeah Yeah. we still had like literally like two and a half weeks maybe Oh, we still so, a while. Yeah, yeah, like two and a half, like about. And it's and the we way that I would have. Yeah, morning. I would have had to like cancel all my cards, like all this stuff. And I literally would have had no money <laughs> if. Yeah, so that was probably a big yikes moment. And then after that, I was so paranoid about where my wallet was, like every five minutes. I will say, though, that moment was very movie moment if you weren't running it towards was. a wallet. Like it gave running towards the love of your life like in a rom-com because bath for those who don't know bath is beautiful and it literally looks like a place it looks like a place where you'd fall in love like a romantic comedy and seeing brie run through it i was like man under different circumstances this would be kind of romantic no yeah or it, it 
I would say, like when I told people this, I would say that it was giving, if any of you guys have seen the movie Monte Carlo, it was giving where they were at the top of the Eiffel Tower and they saw their tour, tour bus leaving and they were trying to run to catch up to it. That was quite literally me. Like I was so stressed. But I could see how it could be romantic, yeah. like casually like bumping into someone, be like, oh, sorry, yeah. and then falling in love. Yeah. Or you but. being like, he needs to not marry his girlfriend, and I have oh, to run yeah, and stop and the to, wedding exactly. or something. Yeah, but yeah, that was my big yikes <laughs> moment. <laughs> so <laughs> happy. That lady was literally an angel that she, like, grabbed it because she saw it. And my wallet was literally bright pink, too, that I'm like – I wouldn't be surprised if someone were to like take it. That's why I was so stressed. So I was like, girl, and it was coach. So I was like, girl, be so for real. Literally double homicide. But yeah, that was my big yikes moment. Ladies, it's been an honor. We've gone for like pretty much a movie, (laughs) but it's so easy. No, it's so easy to talk about it like this with you guys. And I hope all of Big Yikes Nation, you enjoyed it. I think if you take anything away from this episode, you need to follow your dreams or do something that takes you out of your comfort zone and do something for yourself. Honestly, I think we've all busted our ass like for the last year, at least that it was well-deserved and made it out of the group chat, you know, and that's what's most important um anyways big yikes nation i'm so excited for you guys to listen glad to be back i'm so excited to have priscilla's boyfriend on in the coming weeks (laughs) he will be on he's visiting utah um our sweet little british boy and we'll see you next week um please follow mikhail and brie you guys can tag yourselves right now at brie.briseno thank you love you all i think it's at n mikhail you guys know me. Yeah, I'm like, I'll tag, I'll tag them. But, you know, their plug, follow them on social media, all forms. Follow me if you don't. That's rude. But stay super freaky. Love you. <laughs> stay super freaky. Love Have a great vagina. Love you Love you Love you. Okay, bye. <laughs>